1: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Richmond City Council approved an agreement to redevelop Creighton Court earlier this week. The East End neighborhood once had over 500 public housing units. VPM
2: News reporter Jad Khalil has more. The agreement between the city and the Public Housing Authority is for $21 million in infrastructure improvements before the project's first phase builds around 70 housing units. Stephen Nesmith is the CEO of the Richmond Redevelopment and Housing Corporation. He said that will be progress towards the city and Mayor LeVar Stoney's goals of creating affordable housing units. Every bit helps in reaching the goal of creating 1,000, what the mayor said. So that's how Creighton itself fits into the larger goal of trying to create a, a thousand, right? Amari al Qaddafi from the Legal Aid Justice Center is concerned with the shift from public housing to affordable housing. Housing applicants income is compared to the region's average instead of the city.
1: When they're using a median income that's regional based, you know, essentially further pricing out lower income people from those neighborhoods.
2: The whole project will build 700 new units, but no more than 60% will be affordable housing. Jad Khalil, VPM News. The Virginia Department of Historic
1: Resources this week approved five new historical markers. Some of the new markers recognize the Sunnyside School, which was founded by four sisters to teach young women in Mecklenburg County and Lexington businesses that were listed in the Green Book that welcomed black travelers during racial segregation. A marker for Mary Wingfield Scott, the historic preservationist and architectural historian, was also dedicated Monday in Richmond. The markers are intended to educate the public on a person, place, or event of importance around the Commonwealth. Hanover County School Board Chairperson John Excel will retire at the end of June after serving the school system for more than two decades. Nominees for Axel's seat, as well as another open board position, were presented to the Board of Supervisors during a public hearing Wednesday. VPM News reporter Lyndon German
2: has more. Unlike most Virginia localities, Hanover's seven-member school board is appointed by the county board of supervisors, not elected. These members are asked to serve four-year terms and are reappointed at the discretion of the county supervisors. John Axel was appointed in 1995 and has served on the school board for 28 years. In 2022, he was accused of violating a state privacy law, in addition to allegedly making insensitive comments to members of the community. Hanover NAACP President Pat Hunter-Jordan views Axel's departure as an opportunity. We have to have more people stepping forward, and at some point in time, things will shift. We see that as our hope. Axel did not respond to a request for comment. At least five candidates will be considered for the open post. Selections for the position are planned for a May 24th Board of Supervisors' Meeting. Lyndon German, VPM News.
1: Virginia Attorney General Jason Meares offered updates on Operation Ceasefire this week while in Lynchburg. There are currently 70 active cases being investigated through the program, according to the news in advance. Operation Ceasefire, which was launched in 2022, aims to reduce violent crime through targeted policing, the promotion of gun safety, and the reduction of gang activity. The General Assembly funded the program with more than $5 million. Miara says he's been able to hire 19 additional staffers with the funds. Norfolk City Council has voted to move forward with a massive federal plan that includes building a flood wall. Catherine Hafner with partner station WHRO News has more.
0: Resilient Norfolk is a $2.6 billion project to protect the city from major flooding during storms. It includes a flood wall, levees, tide gates, and pump stations. City officials will now sign a binding agreement with the Army Corps of Engineers and move into the construction phase. The council previously postponed a decision on the project after concerns about equity and funding. Residents of the historically Black communities on Norfolk's south side said they were largely being excluded. The city added a commitment to ask the federal government to possibly include those areas across the Elizabeth River. Norfolk's share of the cost comes out to about $930 million, which officials acknowledge is daunting and will cause challenges. City staff promised council that it will try and get half of that money from the state. Local environmental advocates urged the city to also outline how they plan to tackle flooding issues not addressed in this project, like sea level rise.
1: That was Catherine Hafner with Partner Station WHRO News. By August, Virginia will need to decide whether to renew its contract with a company that runs Lawrenceville Correctional Center, the Commonwealth's only privately run prison. The Department of Corrections contract with GEO Group allows for reduced payments if staffing issues occur at the prison, according to the Virginia Mercury. Since 2018, about $4 million have been deducted. People who are either currently incarcerated there or were previously say those staffing problems created safety issues at the Southside Virginia facility. In a span of 17 months beginning in 2021, there were 39 overdose or poisoning calls to local emergency dispatchers.